Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This episode of Keep Calm and Crown On is brought to you by Minute with Mary. Believe it or not, the New Year's almost here. Seriously, 2020 is almost here. And if you feel like you may start to be aging a little bit like our poor Queen Elizabeth. Guys, don't worry. I'm over it. I promise I'm over it. But one of the coolest and easiest ways to look more bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and younger is to have your eyes more open. And you can do that simply by having a phenomenal mascara. And that is why I'm making sure that my friends, you listening right here in your earbuds, get a discount to my favorite mascara. It's like simple. It's one step. There's no fibers. There's no fuss. You could put it on your eyeballs. You have eyeballs? Yeah, you do. Guess what? You I got wear, eyeballs. Yeah, you can wear this mascara. Blake's actually tried it. <laughs> I got eyeballs, fucker. Hey. Well, <laughs> if, you, people haven't, me? if people haven't heard that, yeah. <laughs> but I've actually, Blake obliged one day because he has long, luscious eyelashes. Did I say eyebrows or eyelashes? I've been saying brows. No, you were saying lashes, I think. <sighs> Was I? I, I think need so. a coffee. This is the longest intro anyway. <laughs> Guys, Epic Mascara. It's going to be a game changer. It's going to make your eyes look open and awake. And if you don't love it, we make sure we get you 100% of your money back. Oh my gosh, I need a coffee. It's 8 o'clock at night. Help me. Help me, everybody. 15% off because you are a podcast listener of mine and Blake's. <laughs> Head to minutewithmary.com slash discount to get yourself brown, black, or waterproof black Epic Mascara game changer for 2020. They could even make me look pretty. Just say that. Just say it. It actually, yeah. We're yeah. going to have, you know what we should do? What's that? We should at some point yeah. take a picture of you with the mascara for these patrons. I'm if in. enough patrons can ask, I'll let you see. I'll let you see what Blake looks like with the Epic Mascara. No, no, no. I will let you see what I look like with the Epic Mascara. <laughs> Mary. You know, that's the good the thing is factor. you will have to apply it. You're going to have to see if you can take my tips and tricks, apply it, and rock it. Rock those lashes in 2020, my friends. Not brows. Lashes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sad she felt the need to say that. What? Be good to one another. Kind to one another. Both of you. I was a little clumsy. But she means well. Two of us are complicated. She and I are complicated. It's true. Elder sister, younger sister, number one and number two. Who is number one? You, of course. A natural number one whose tragedy it is to have been born number two. Mm. That is my burden. She knows it too. Yes, I think she does. That's her burden. From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to Keep Calm and Crown On. It's a podcast dedicated to the Crown On Netflix. So grab your best cup of tea and let's get royal.
everyone, and welcome back. My name is Mary Larson. My name's Blake, and I know you're all dying to see me in a tub with my wedding crown on. I know, and with bubbles, I know you're all dying to see me like that. <laughs> Luckily, for your sakes and mine, this you is an audio podcast. More than likely, you will never see that, which yeah, is a good idea. Right? But I appreciate the anticipation. I the, agree. The anticipation value is is exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Well, what an episode. I'm so happy they actually got to to put that in, to weave that famous picture in of Princess Margaret. Yeah. The one that came out in the 60s. Um, you know, I'm not sure if it came out during this specific time, but I do know that, it, that it's a famous picture. And uh, it, it, just a cool nod, a lot of cool nods yes. to uh, to what real life was like for these guys. And, and the fact that they actually did attend a royal, I mean, a White House dinner and the whole thing. It's just, I love shows like this that can weave real history in with maybe slightly dramatized history. Yeah, well, of course, everyone keeping this in mind that this is Blake's first time watching any of the episodes of The Crown, okay? So right, right. season three, he's starting in brand new. He didn't even watch seasons one or two. He will, I promise. Yes, <laughs> he will. will. But he wanted to, with the new cast, see if this season could stand on its own two legs. Um, and so for those of us who have watched the previous seasons, we're like, yeah, Blake, that's the whole point of the show. <laughs> but what you're saying is it is really nice to be able to see this. And for people like ourselves who didn't live in the 60s we sure. weren't alive we didn't get to see this press um you know it is something that is so out there that a, a princess who lives i mean let's be real like you know the the british monarchy isn't necessarily known for being flashy like and fancy True. in that sense um and to see princess margaret do that even just on fictitious screen was a bit Shocking. It's it, so, it's interesting. Yeah, and to keep in mind, like this happened. This happened. Uh, it it is really fun as a viewer. Right, right, and you know, I think as Americans, I mean, we could probably pin this conversation for later, but I I feel like we kind of like have adopted the British monarchy in the most ironic way. Oh, completely. Like we've kind of adopted them like they're our own, especially now. It's like fantasized. Uh, yeah, but like we're cousins. Romanticized. You know? Is that more? Sorry, it's, not fantasized. It's, romanticized. It's fantasized. It's romanticized. It's like, it's, it's one of those things that's, all sorts of it's things. all kinds of sized. <laughs> but you know, like we are cousins kind of, and you know, especially now with, uh, uh, the new princess, I, I, well, I'm forgetting her name now. Meghan Markle? Meghan Markle, there you go. Princess Meghan, whatever. Shame. Um, I know, you know, you're right. I'll... Shame. I'll, like, I'll take it. Babe, we watched the entire wedding twice. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I went out I went out early at like 4 a.m. and got tea and coffee and, and all, all kinds of, of baked, baked goods. Kids. And I can't, the guy look, was looking at me like, dude, are you all right? <laughs> it's four in the morning. Why are you here? Why are you here getting the most exquisite things? Because it's the royal it's wedding. It's the royal wedding, bro. So yeah, we're really excited. We're excited about this episode. We're yes. excited to delve into it more. Um, but before we do, we actually wanted to remind you that you um, are going to, of course, be able to keep listening to this episode through your podcast feed. You could find Blake and I on social media. We would love to hear your feedback about season three episodes of The Crown. Find us on social media. Just search Mary and Blake, or you can head to MaryandBlake.com to find all of our other podcasts and blogs going on.
Isn't it nice? It's so good. Seriously, so good. <laughs> that brass is just like, just gets you. All right, let's get into these details of this episode. Well, the title of this one was called Margaretology, which is a reference to a uh, kind of, well, it's reference, obviously, to the people that uh, were being referred to as Margaretologists. Um, and it's the belief that, you know, she is awesome and all that other stuff. It's kind of funny because it's, it's somewhat of a, his, like, uh, well, it kind of makes me think of Obsassinax. Like, those of us yeah. who are obsessed with Outlander, yes. uh, you know, we just refer to us as Obsassinax, like fellow, um, ones or, um, you know, Potterheads if you're a Harry Potter fan. Sure. So I feel like it's that. It's like you had your fandom. I mean, think about the people who were so excited about Princess Diana or yep. Will and Kate. You know what I mean? Like, just the people who are pumped that Princess Margaret was coming on over and following her every move and doing those photography uh, photography bits. So the Margaretologists. So it's a great. It's and and it kind of serves as a double meaning too, because uh, an ology is a, a study of something, and it's a study of Margaret, uh, which is really cool for this particular episode, seeing that it's the first episode that um, in season three in in season three that <laughs> eight, I'm going to call it HBC. Because you know we're we're on that kind of term, you know, Helena HBC, yeah, Helena Bonham Carter, okay, HBC, yeah. She and I are cool like that. I can call her that. Uh, okay. She likes it just from her close friends, I don't really not know from about acquaintances, that. just close friends. So I'm sorry, sweetheart, you don't get that. You don't get the honor. Totally, I fine. do. Uh, HBC and I are cool. Uh, it, it's the first one where she gets to really sink her teeth into Margaret and be this person and. I am quite impressed. Agreed. I am quite impressed. You know, has uh, she been in anything with Tobias Menzies before? I don't know because they are like two of my favorite actors, and for them to be in a show together has brought me so much excitement. I totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. Uh, she's really good. Okay, so the the name was the Margaretology. Mm, yeah, titles Margaretology. The director was Benjamin Caron again, who d- directed the season three premiere, as well as Science, uh, Scientia Potentia Est, Assassins, Barrel, Matrimonium, and Mystery Man. And the writer was the showrunner Peter Morgan. Okay, Marvin, what do you got for your corgis? Oh, by the way, oh yes, corgis won in the landslide. Really, not, not one person voted for cups of tea. Not not one. <laughs> not even- Person, one. not one. They all voted there for Corgis. There was no contrarian being like, you know what? Yeah, no I'm one made me feel better it. about myself. <laughs> Everyone sided with Mary. <laughs> you're welcome. And, and you're right. It's the better choice, okay. obviously. I'm sure. <laughs> but not one friggin' person voted for cups of tea. Well, I'm glad that our now rating scale for the episodes is going to be on Corgis. And for this one, my friends. I should oh, get like a barking dog sound. I'm, yeah, I, I need to get a barking dog. Sound. It has to not just a dog. Like it needs to be a corgi. Uh, yeah, bark. barking corgi. Um, guys, <laughs> you know what? This is this is no Game of Thrones. It doesn't take till episode three. It took till episode two. I'm giving it a big old five. Loved this episode. Really? Big old five corgis. Yeah, I I would agree with you on that one. I uh, I'm hold on. There you go. (laughs) That's a corgi bark. (laughs) I should get five. Five barks. Five five corgi barks. Yes. Uh, For me, I'm giving it a four eight. I was really in on this episode. I think um, you really get to sink your teeth, at least for me, as uh, again, as a new watcher, you really get to sink your teeth in the relationship dynamic between the two, uh, between the queen and the princess, the two sisters, and sisters who clearly care for each other. Like they, they clearly love each other. They clearly 
have um, they've gone through life together. Yes, you know that uh, in a way that they they really only can. I mean, it's it's the family dynamic. You think about things that you go through as a family, right? I, and I was thinking about myself uh, and my family dynamic. And for those of you who are patrons and listeners and know us very well, you know that my family dynamic is not very it's good. Interesting with yeah is is interesting to say the least with my sisters. So to know that you know your 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 companion or not companion but like your blood your your brother your sister your sibling has your back and loves you um it's a good thing it's quite important and to see how that relationship dynamic works in terms of the crown and i mean you know (laughs) uh Upon aside but how it works with the the royal family and the crown and the duties and the relationships it's an interesting dichotomy something that i really appreciate uh, what do you got for your GBG on this one, Mom? All right. So uh, my GBGs are a little simplified in nature because I just can't wait to talk about this episode in detail a bit okay. more. Um, so my good is I'm over the age thing. You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> I'm over it. Promise. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, my bad is... I never had any whiplash about skipping Tony's New York event. Now, I don't know if this is covered in episode three, but like it was a big deal where Margaret said, don't worry, Tony, I need to shine now. I will let you shine. I promise once I go to New York. And of course, it was made a big deal. And she really tried to stand up to Elizabeth and saying, I can't do this. But... I don't know. I would have liked to be a little fly on the wall when she had to break that news to Tony. Oh, that would have been good. You know, so I feel like we made this big deal about this and I haven't seen it yet. Once again, it might be happening in episode three. And my bad is I care. (laughs) Not only am I over uh, the age discrepancy, um, but Helena Bottom Carter, thank you so much because you, my friend... A hardcore princess Margaret, um, and I totally agree. The sister uh, dichotomy, like the, uh, this episode, I, I Claire Foy, who, like <laughs> I, the entire old cast. Oh my gosh, oh, our son just came downstairs and he scared me like a ghost. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on, guys. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. At Stangy Law Firm, we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. 